Hello, you're listening to A Climb and a Mile. Join us as we engage in discussions about all aspects of life. We hope you'll join us on this journey. Thank you for tuning in. You're here with Gigi and JJ. On today's topic, we'll be discussing identity. So JJ, how has your week been? Thank you for asking. Um, My week has been okay. I've been in the hospital, learning lots and lots of um, interesting Mm -hmm. things, seeing lots of interesting um, patients. Yeah, been pretty much that. How has your week been? Yeah, my week, it did feel quite long. Uh, Not so sure why, because... um, it started the week started going on um we had quite a lot to do in the first couple of days and i felt towards the end it drugged a bit but yes just like you mm-hmm. i enjoy my time at the hospital we do get to do quite a lot a lot of practical bits which i really love about medicine and yeah really mm-hmm. enjoyed uh the interesting things we saw interesting cases Yes, so my week has been good. Just um, excited to to uh, have some rest this weekend and start again uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds good. So yes, on today's topic, identity is such a big topic. It is. It, it's such a such a big topic and I think it's very relevant mm-hmm. in today's kind of society and with everything that's going on I think identity is definitely a topic that needs to be discussed more and yeah yeah no I agree I agree because um just like you said the society these days it's it sometimes we find it difficult or sometimes people find it easier to um say who they are as a person and just who they want the world to see them as and yeah so it brings Mm -hmm. me to yeah just my first point about identity really um i feel like as individuals we tend to have i wouldn't say different identities but yeah i guess i would say that because sometimes we say for example where we're in the hospital we are required to be very professional but at the same time, it mm-hmm. might come easier for some people to be very professional. Sometimes it might not. So some people need to be or put in this um, different, um, I wouldn't say a facade, but yeah, I, I guess we could say it that way. But yeah, it just feels like we tend to identify differently based on our environment and also based on people mm-hmm. we interact with. Absolutely, yeah. What do you think, JJ? Um, I think I agree with um, what you're saying. And to be honest, I feel like it's also quite sad that, you know, um, some individuals have to change their identity or like almost who they Mm. are based on who's in front of them. Say like if for example if an individual has a group of different friends um they're one they they have one identity with one indiv- one of their friends and then another identity with another and i just think i question why mm-hmm. that is and um and it's also sad because you know it just goes to show that they don't feel comfortable showing their true self to um these individuals yeah. and yeah it's i think it's it's rather sad to be honest yeah and i think it comes from just wanting to fit in as well because absolutely yeah if you if you think about it i feel like it, it's much also much really harder for people like who are much much younger especially teenagers because Mm-hmm. They feel like they need to fit in into like um, specific groups of friends because either they want to be with the cooler kids or they want to um, just to be accepted in their um, environment. 
and it can be really difficult it can it can be really challenging particularly yeah and just going back to like teenagers i know it's 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 really difficult especially being in high school for example i mean we've both been in high school we know how the environment is what's people Mm -hmm. making clicks and then you know you have the cool kids you have kids who just you know want to be themselves but then they get a hard time by being themselves can be really challenging and difficult especially in high school because some people think okay that's Mm -hmm. that's not cool you know you being yourself so a lot of people you'd find a lot of kids trying to um fit in trying to be people they're not and you have this identity mm-hmm. crisis going on because they still haven't identified who they really are and yeah and mm-hmm. it goes on it takes them just it goes beyond high school and when they're much older in their adults you feel they still are trying to find themselves yeah and i think mm-hmm. once people are much comfortable identifying with who they are and being comfortable with the person or the people they truly are and not letting the like not letting society tell them that they should be this and that just being comfortable Mm -hmm. in your own skin being comfortable with who you are as a person and i actually do blame like society because there's this expectations or oh you should be this you should be that but there are people who generally just want to be themselves even if it's not something that will be accepted or something that may not be considered mainstream maybe they're unique in their own um definition but i believe we all have a right to be who we are and just not be people we are not basically yeah Mm -hmm. and i i think you know again it's really really sad that people need to that people feel the need that they need to kind of change Mm -hmm. themselves to to be able to fit in and it's really sad that um for example the example you gave about in high school you know being with the cool kids but what makes them cool Mm -hmm. you know that's the question and why why do people kind of make this criteria of oh, you're not cool enough or, you know, you're this or that or the other. And it really, it really does affect people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially like um, growing up, you know, going into adulthood, it does, you carry that with you because, you know, now, for example, going from high school to university, for example, Mm -hmm. trying to fit into university, that's like, still even though it's university now it's still kind of like a similar situation where you're trying to figure your place in the university and in the new city or town yeah. that you've your universities are and still trying to fit in to some capacity um yeah and it's 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 really daunting and you know going on from university now trying to fit in 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 a workplace um that's another you know situation Mm -hmm. and people aren't always nice at work you know the same situation where oh my goodness this person just seems to be really odd for example Mm -hmm. um and then you know that individual who they say see as odd um gets isolated and then again like they don't feel accepted because of who they are and that's really really sad because at the end of the day we're all different individuals we might not all like the same things exactly we might not all do the same things and that's absolutely fine and that's what makes everybody unique Mm -hmm. why should we all be doing the same thing and being like a herd of sheep walking around you know it's it's, i mean that's what i guess yeah brings this you know uniqueness to society Mm -hmm. um it's really such a shame that other individuals and society in general makes it really hard for people to fit in because not being 
not feeling accepted is the worst thing I think um in terms of like identity because then now people try to change okay if this is me but I'm not being accepted how will I be accepted do I need to for example smoke do I need to start drinking alcohol to be accepted Mm -hmm. do I need to wear certain clothes to be accepted do I need to have um I don't know buy from certain shops for example and I think you know this is when people really um can ruin their lives to some extent by you know doing all of these things and you know there's so many other examples as well and it's it's not right because who like somebody's yeah somebody's identity is i think is really important it makes them who they are yeah no i agree i agree with all you said and uh particularly one key point that stands out to me is you find that some people might end up will when when they're trying to please people they might end up going broke literally trying to fit in when it comes to like absolutely spending on things that they cannot afford living beyond their means they it's mm-hmm. it's it, it really is sad because I, I you try to understand where we went wrong as a society whereby people feel the need to live up to i i, I don't know who i don't know how we got to a point that we wanted to f- feel that you know being accepted by doing specific things that will be better accepted in society and in our circle friends and the thing is it you think that okay from a teenager and to an adult that things get better but no actually you find this the same thing happens in adults because yeah Mm -hmm. it's not just confined to like teenagers or younger people who having identity crisis or issues trying to find or really get to know who they really are or who they want to be identified as but you just find mm-hmm. that people tend to please this is concept about, about trying to please people and then absolutely yeah you find people trying to either get the it can be really anything really yeah so find my okay i would say we all find sometimes that i would say like i'm not perfect i'm not perfect sometimes i do i'll give an example which will tie on to like maybe something else that we can discuss about uh i don't know if Mm -hmm. most people have heard about imposter syndrome it is it's quite common actually and you find like imposter syndrome a lot of people not just it's not limited to people in medicine but or medical school but you'd find a lot of medical students would say oh you know what they sometimes the being in medical school you start questioning oh are you bright enough are you are you uh capable of being in your environment and the expectations that people have of you because you're not a medical student you just fear that oh people will discover your fraud it's it it sounds really sad but it really is a thing and i was i have personally Mm -hmm. gone through that there's specific moments where you feel like oh well am i smart enough am i clever enough to be here am i and you have this everyone like around you like oh my goodness you know you're 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 clever you're smart you're in this um you you're in this field that you know requires you to be intelligent requires you to be hard working requires you to be so many things there's so many expectations in the f- being in the field of medicine and other other fields too not just medicine there's so many other fields that people feel that they're very competitive and people feel like if they once they get in you start having like some self-doubt creeping in and you start wondering okay should i really be here will i Mm -hmm. will i 
live up to people's people's expectations of me yeah sometimes you have those moments and sometimes you're very confident in yourself and you think oh wow you know what i genuinely believe in myself and i know that i'm meant to be in this field and i'm meant to do what i'm doing at the moment and yeah so be, having this moments isn't a bad thing having experiencing imposter syndrome is not really a bad thing and for any of our listeners who've experienced imposter syndrome before it really isn't a bad thing sometimes you just take a step back reflect why you're feeling that way and try to understand that okay am i feeling that because i don't believe in myself or is it because sometimes it could be either an experience or something that happened it could be like you failed an assignment or you failed uh asking i mean answering specific questions either say for example if you're in clinical placement say you're doing things like ward rounds for example and let's say you have doctors asking you questions and sometimes you feel like oh my goodness i really do not know that answer of course always be honest and say oh i don't know that answer you know but at that point you feel like oh maybe i should have known that answer and you beat yourself up about it and start thinking my goodness i mean i am in this i should be able to know this or that expectations of you or you 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 beat yourself up thinking oh my goodness oh do i even know anything at this point you start doubting yourself because of that just one experience yeah and it's something i think a lot of like perfectionist or people who just want to um things to really just always go well it's it's it, it really is a struggle and you start like having self doubts and things like that just creeping in and yeah at that point that's when you step back reflect and try to understand why are you having this thoughts you know but always know that mm-hmm. If you're in that if you've gotten into the field that you've always wanted to get in not just medicine any of the incredible line of works that are there and that people consider it as challenging to get into or any job really that you feel like oh it's really hard to get into or you finally get into it and then you have this self doubt of will I meet expectations of or what's expected of me no you got in you should believe in yourself believe in your craft believe that just because you have moments that you won't always be 100% in any job in anything you won't always find maybe there are people who are 100% they always um they don't make mistakes but i feel like mistakes are always inevitable with anything really and that's when when you learn and i guess this is more of like a long-winded explanation that identity crisis things like imposter syndrome it's normal it's normal but just as long as like you step back think about that moment make it a habit to reflect it does it does help you see who you really are and yeah just put it helps put things in perspective i think one important point that you highlighted was the act of reflection i think the act of reflection is really really important and that's not just you know if you've have had imposter syndrome or you know if just anything in life if something happened good or bad reflection is key because it it makes you a more kind of like aware individual i would say mhm because you're aware of a situation you've thought about it thoroughly um and maybe you you know you've reflected and said to yourself you know what next time i can do this and that differently um yeah and i think yeah it really makes an individual more aware and yeah that's all i can add for that no uh no i agree i agree but i feel also that yeah imposter syndrome is such a big topic and for mm-hmm. those who are familiar with imposter syndrome you would agree with me that it it yeah it's it's one of those topics that either you do find some people shy away from talking about it because again 
some people just don't want to show that side of themselves so yeah mm-hmm. and and it's okay it's you you really do not need to let people know the things you're going through if you don't feel comfortable sharing it yeah but mm-hmm. yeah i i will we can park imposter syndrome to the side for now but i know when it comes to identity there's so much we can talk about as well yeah i think regarding identity there's i feel like there's so many people um so many ways um people can identify themselves whether um they come from a certain country they have a certain um religion for example um or they have like a certain profession or if they i don't know for example if they're an aunt Mm-hmm. or an uncle you know there's so many different ways people identify themselves and whatever way they identify themselves that's their identity and it should be fine but my goodness how it other people like to kind of interfere with somebody else's identity and I've experienced that um, so for example I come from a mixed background um, mm-hmm. and um, what that entails is, yeah, so my parents, so one parent comes from mm-hmm. one country, the, the other parent comes from another country and with that, not only are the countries different mm-hmm. but the countries themselves have very different cultures as well. Um, yeah, so, for example, I go to one country and I, you know, you say, okay, I'm half this and half that. And then they're like, oh no, that's, that's, that can't be it. And it's like, uh, okay, so you tell me what my, you know, what my background is. And I just think that's so rude. Um... And another thing is that, you know, you tell them your background and then they ask, okay, so which, um, which one, which side of the, which side do you kind of identify more with or do you, which one do you feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. with? And it's not a black and white answer for me personally, anyway, um, you know sometimes you like it's it's a mix you know you you do things from one culture on certain days for example and then still do things on the Mm -hmm. other you cook for example both types of foods which is absolutely fine you know but so if for example I say okay I'm I identify myself more as one of those countries the response is always interesting and I think it's quite rude where they say oh really why do you just neglect your other side then and it's I just think you know what just don't ask me then because Mm -hmm. again it's interfering with somebody's identity and you know coming from mixed background coming from a mixed background it's it's hard enough in the sense that you can never say, oh, yes, I'm from this country, mm-hmm. you know. And I I personally feel like I always have to say both because that's who yeah. I am as an individual. Like, I'm, I'm made of both parts. Um, but, yeah, to, for somebody to, interf- to come in and just say, oh, no, this, you should identify as that or the other Mm -hmm. it's it's already hard enough we don't need another person to say by the way you should identify as this because actually do I even have a true identity have I established a true identity and then if I have for someone else to come in and just say that you know it can really crush somebody's um identity and that's that's not right and because I feel like everybody whether you come from a mixed background or not Mm -hmm. I feel 
at some point, you know, everybody has had somewhat of a struggle with identity um, for various reasons, and that's fine, but for other people to kind of butt in and say their opinion, actually, no, because it's it's a very personal journey, and nobody should have a say on how somebody identifies themselves as and all it just takes is to accept and not be judgmental mm-hmm. but yeah i hope i don't know if that oh made no any it sense, did it did yeah. and you know it takes I, i'm really grateful that you share that experience and it is difficult it really is difficult for people f- who come from mixed backgrounds and i wish more people would mm-hmm. understand that and be careful with the type of like comments they make because just like you said yeah you first need to identify or find your place first and feel where you're comfortable in or who you identify as before the world can tell mm-hmm. you who you really are you know yeah exactly. so this fact that it, it really is a shame that someone has that they feel more confident to tell you who you should identify as which isn't right it really isn't because it's you are the only person who know yourself and how well you can identify yourself as so no one should be able to step in and say well why are you identifying as this instead of that or you should be able to be identifying as this instead of that yeah exactly and i do acknowledge that i i i I don't come from a mixed bag but i do acknowledge that it is much difficult you know for people who come from mixed backgrounds it and is. I think we should all be like sensitive when it comes to like having such like comments and remarks to uh, about you know when talking to people from mixed backgrounds because it's it's not easy and like you said it's not it's not just oh as easy as saying well I'm this I'm that I'm from here I'm from there yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, going back on that, for example, you know, you, you have lots of siblings, mm-hmm. for example, and you come from a mixed background. It's interesting to see how each, in, like, each sibling identifies themselves yeah. mm-hmm. differently, which just um, goes to show that it's a very, very personal journey and there is no kind of like black or white answer exactly. like you and I feel like whatever way somebody identifies themselves that's fine yeah. um, we, we don't we really don't need to say but but yeah X, y, and Z. No, no 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 just <laughs> accept and learn from the individual I feel like you know f- some from from every person that one comes across um there's always something you can learn whether it's about their culture their upbringing Mm -hmm. their you know anything and that's that's i think that's a beautiful thing but unfortunately not everybody um thinks like that which i think is a shame because i feel like you know, all cultures have something magnificent mm-hmm. and something beautiful. Exactly. Um, yeah. It actually brings me to another point about identity. It's it's something that mm-hmm. people who either have immigrated to a new country experience, and maybe some of our listeners mm-hmm. have experienced this before, but um, say if you're living in a different country and um so say say you've lived there you can have probably even lived there for most of your life but then maybe you maybe say for example um how you look or people might think okay fine like let's say for example if say someone is a native of a specific country so they'll assume probably if let's say you're um you get more questions if you're from i'm trying to like put it in a way that okay so if you let's say come from like people might perceive that you've probably come from a different country and say they ask you oh 
where are you from and then you say where you're from so you the first thought you think about is okay um am i from like if let's say it's a town where i've grown up so for example if like let's say there's a town in the uk you've grown up in but then you get a follow-up question of but where are you really from and you're just there thinking huh where am i really from so you've already that person has already made up their mind that you are clearly from somewhere else so i can understand sometimes maybe some of these questions come from a good place that someone is just trying to understand oh okay you know what i see something they might probably have come from them we've probably come from similar countries or but sometimes it comes from a place of no but you should really say where you're really from it almost and i think it's something like a lot of like immigrants or children from immigrant families experience in like a country Mm -hmm. of yeah especially western countries that's just (laughs) that's just how it is and sadly yeah Mm -hmm. and maybe some of our listeners have experienced this and they i know from talking to people who've experienced this firsthand they have this uh, it's just can't i just be identified or known to have just come from the country i'm living in at the moment why does it always have to be but Mm -hmm. where are you really from so but if you know where i'm really from is that coming from a place of just oh curiosity of like oh i really genuinely want to know because maybe that country is something like i I really wanted to travel to that country but it just always it always feels like there's always like a hidden agenda with such questions and yeah and Mm -hmm. i just feel like can't we just (laughs) can't we just live in a society whereby yeah if you live in a just let's unless someone is comfortable like sharing okay you know what I grew up in this town, but my parents are from X, Y, and Z, or I'm from this and this country, or I was born in this and this country. But sometimes you really do not owe people explanations. You really don't. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to keep that part of your life to yourself. If you want to Mm -hmm. share, that's well and good. But sometimes these questions, these added questions of where are you really from, it always has like mm-hmm. an ulterior motive that I particularly do not like. Just yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> and I think going back to the whole, you know, immigrants mm-hmm. thing. When people ask about where are you really <laughs> from, they need to be careful because. You know, some people are flee- fleeing their countries that is true. for um, for not mm-hmm. good reasons, yeah. and you know, and they so you know, there's individuals out there who like to poke and prod <laughs> constantly until they get their yeah. answer. So if you know, if somebody is going to say, "Oh yes, I'm fleeing my country because of something really mm-hmm. bad," whatever that reason may be, whether it's war, whether it's you know there's so many other reasons yeah. um and then you know they they don't they they find that information really difficult to to work with and handle but then why did you ask in the first exactly. place you know <laughs> you you wanted to really find out where this individual is from and now you do and now the information is all of a sudden too hard to exactly. handle which i think is really unfair mm-hmm. because for someone to flee their country that's very telling of the situation yeah. and um again i i'm in agreement with you where um pe- people just don't have the right intentions no. people there's always an ulterior motive um and it's it's not right i i don't agree with that at all really ask where somebody is from with good intentions exactly um another thing i want to add is that you know for example um somebody who has parents coming from either it's both it's both parents coming from the same country Mm -hmm. or each parent coming from a different country um you don't necessarily need to say oh by the way um 
I'm from this country just because your parents are from there, which I think, you know, a lot of people have this mindset. But then, you know, again, people identify themselves differently. Not, it's not always going to be, oh, yes, I'm from the same place as my parents are mm-hmm. from. You know, um, for example, if your parents um, moved somewhere, I don't know, say... Canada Mm -hmm. for example and then you grew up in Canada well then the child might think oh yes I'm Canadian but then somebody else comes and says no but actually you're from Japan for example because your parents are from there and sometimes I feel like yes I see where you're trying to get at with yes the child is from Japan but actually the child might identify themselves as a Canadian and that's fine fine. and we shouldn't we shouldn't you know say but no you are from Japan because your mum and dad are from there but no it's and you know things like that can be very um detrimental to to one's self-identity because then they start questioning well, what am I actually? Exactly. Am I not yeah. seen as a Canadian? Am I, you know, it's and it's not right. No, no, I agree. I, I, a hundred percent agree with you because I don't know what gives people the confidence of actually telling people where they need to be from, or, oh well, mm-hmm. but no, you should be able to identify as coming from this country or that country. That, that that comes down to the individual and where they yeah just just like you gave the example of the you know someone being raised in Canada and just it's let people identify with what they want to identify with if they want to identify as a Canadian exactly. national if they want to identify with whatever nationality they come from let them let them identify just because you feel like you put your own personal opinions again it's your opinion who are we to tell people who they need to be who they need to identify as come on like we shouldn't always like try to butt into like things that really just mind your business (laughs) exactly (laughs) i i actually have a good example for this (laughs) if you don't mind go ahead um okay so i have so i'm from a mixed Mm -hmm. background and but i was not born in either of those countries i was born in a different Mm -hmm. country so i have the passport of the country that i was born Mm -hmm. in so i would always say okay when somebody would ask me where I'm from I would always say oh I was born in this country but actually I'm half this and half that because Mm -hmm. yes that's just how I answer those questions so then you know somebody once said but what's what does your passport say then I was like well it says the country I was born in but I personally do not identify as me being from that country mm-hmm. and this person was like yeah but so you're this because you have a passport and I was like <laughs> no I'm not this because that's not how that I, like yes I was born there but I literally I don't have any connection mm-hmm. there and like I don't really follow the culture my parents aren't from there either you know and yeah I just have the passport Mm -hmm. and I was just literally born there and I can't help where I was born (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I I I thought it was really interesting um that somebody was like really adamant to tell you I am from that country (laughs) Oh my oh, goodness! And I just, uh, I just thought, don't do this because that's not, f- it's not uh-huh. right and it's not fair. No, actually. no, um, it's it, it is quite interesting how people like tell you what you need to be. It, I I don't know why the mm. like I, I don't, maybe it's come. I I I always try to like 
probably try to see people's point of view maybe um saying something that i don't know but at the same time okay so i have somewhat of a similar uh example well not entirely similar Mm -hmm. so i was also like born in a different country and i was raised in that country and then moved later on moved to a different country and then um so i became so being a citizen of two different countries and then living in a now a new different country so yeah Mm -hmm. but i do use my um passport from the now the country i moved to Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's always like when people like ask like questions, uh, you for people who've like lived just like you like for people who've lived in different places. Sometimes it's so hard to start explaining like, "Oh, I'm this, I'm that." And you have this like explanation going on, but it can be a challenge, you know, like explaining things as much as mm-hmm. yeah, you just want to say, "Okay, you know what? I'm from here. I'm from here." Yeah, or people automatically you see this like just the way you're saying like someone like was adamant to tell you like no but you're from here mm-hmm. let people identify from where they are if people want to like identify two places let them yeah because exactly. i do that exactly. i identify really well with both places and it also depends on the conversation mm-hmm. too like say if someone is yeah. discussing like one of the countries like let's say you you're from and you're mm-hmm. yeah and you're oh you have of course something to like chip in and talk about because you are from that country so you feel like you might know something and you want to like discuss mm-hmm. it and then you have oh you are from this and then it's like you want to also explain that okay yeah and also from this country because you want to also give like that equal shot for both places yeah absolutely and it's that yeah. struggle of like oh but you're from here but then you're from here but i just feel like more people should understand that it's people can identify from being from more than one place you don't have to just have one identity of yes i'm from here i'm from here yeah so it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 one of those things that and i feel like everyone who's probably experienced these examples we're talking about they probably understand where we're going with this because yeah it can mm-hmm. be a challenge and at the same time some people might just tell you well you should only identify with where you're born which come on but that's <laughs> i mean for example if if you're born on an airplane exactly what are you going to do you know that i that's it shouldn't be that rigid no it shouldn't i i, I, I don't agree with that thinking me either me it's, either it's it's a yeah very narrow way of thinking yeah I think. um and oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say lots of people nowadays move around mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know um so if that no that explanation is not gonna cut it for <laughs> me <laughs> exactly um and another thing would be also with the accent you identify as like sometimes it can be a challenge because so i find that my accent change changes a lot especially say if i'm in one country well i feel like Mm -hmm. uh, it's something if if you're like bilingual multilingual it's something a challenge like people face because if you think about it you're talking like either multiple languages so you find Mm -hmm. that your accent you don't have like either one unique accent and sometimes it just changes yeah. but it doesn't change it doesn't change just because you're there like wanting to change but you might want to like change it based on who you're talking to so for example if i go back to like um you see even now identifying which country now if i go to back to one of the countries say yeah so with the passport i use quite often i have to like also change my accent and it's just interesting sometimes how you can like your accent changes and it actually fits right in it's interesting mm-hmm. how like being either bilingual or multilingual you find yourself like it, it's something that it just comes like naturally to you because you've lived in this in this countries for quite some time and you so you know how like 
dialects accents work so you know how people will understand you better mm-hmm. if you're talking in a certain way so yeah so yep. sometimes it might be a challenge and you might like have this crisis of like oh my goodness wait wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> and it's it's interesting because nowadays I, I i i don't know if i just do it because it's it's the interaction i have with people around me because sometimes say for example JJ when we're in the hospital sometimes when we're talking mm-hmm. to like people let's say doctors or patients I find like sometimes my accent just adjusts to like try to talk not in, not per se in like a British accent but it sort of tries to like change because I I, I sort of pick up how the patient is talking and mm-hmm. I, I just do it without knowing that I'm doing it yeah mm-hmm. I don't know if other i don't know if for our listeners who are like multilingual bilingual and who've lived like in different countries i don't know if you've experienced this before like that your accent just changing without you even knowing it or if you make you find that you're changing it so people can either understand you better or yeah so i i that's one thing that i do struggle with and yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I think um, just to add on to that, because because I um, I grew up in different countries, and each country had a different accent, <laughs> of course, and um, yeah, I found myself changing my accent. Yeah, not no purposefully, <laughs> but it just it just happened. And I remember in one country um, that I lived mm-hmm. in, they were saying that, um, yeah, like it, like as if I came from that country, grew up there all my life, because of the accent that I had. Like I just adapted, I just took on the accent really quickly mm-hmm. and well, a- according to this one individual. Okay. Um, yeah, so it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Um, <laughs> and also, if if somebody's accent is an accent, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I find it interesting how people are like, oh my goodness, you know, what if you have this accent? But so what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, who cares? who cares? I mean, as long as you understand each other and you can have a conversation that's fine it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. accent like yeah. that's that's them and um even like in with english there's so many different accents that you can mm-hmm. have um in the countries that um do speak english like for example um canada america ireland the UK, you know, mm-hmm. just to give a, an example of you, of a few. In each country, there's a different accent, although they all speak English. Yeah. Um, and then within each country, depending on what area you're in, like living and grew up in, and mm-hmm. you have a different dialect of that accent, which is absolutely fine. And I, I think, you know, it, it's a shame that, again, other people are like, oh my goodness, you... For example, in the UK, you come up, you come from up north, you know, but that's that's fine, you know. What's wrong with coming from up north um, mm-hmm. of the country? Um, yeah, I I I think it's sad how people are just so quick to fire comments and rather judgmental comments. Yeah. Um, and it, it really does affect people because, you know, some, some person might think, oh my goodness, you know, I have to hide my northern accent. Yeah. Um, now I need to change mm-hmm. it. But then actually, why should they change it? Because that's that's who they exactly. are. And that's, that's fine if they speak in a certain accent. As long as you understand each other that's fine and yeah i'm i'm really glad you actually brought that up because 
Some people perceive specific accents as more superior than others. And it's really sad. Be- yeah, mm-hmm. because you'd find either... Please, like, I feel like we should all be accepting that we're all different. We'll all have different accents. Mm-hmm. Just one sounding... You shouldn't, like, categorize, like, oh, this accent sounds more superior because oh you're speaking English so if you have an accent when you're speaking English then it it really is so sad that sometimes you'd find like they identify oh well you're either like have you had like people identifying like if you have like an accent and you're struggling let's say with English people identify oh well Mm -hmm. they start questioning your intelligent levals and i hate it i'm sorry i really hate it so much because you'd find that that has zero zero correlation to intelligence zero correlation to how well you can do a task how well you can meet goals achieve them so this idea that one accent need to be more superior and if you have let's say an accent or you probably english is your second language and you're not you don't have like um you, you can't speak english that well but at the same time you you people can still understand you another thing i really dislike is mm-hmm. when someone has an accent but you can take the time just take the time to actually hear them don't be this like don't have this narrow minded um thinking that oh yeah that, oh mm-hmm. you shouldn't take the time to understand someone who has an accent and then you'd find people mm-hmm. be like excuse me what what did you just say or huh like <laughs> it's really sad because and this actually comes from um i have seen this in like um my country where i'm from mm-hmm. and uh not where i was born but where i'm <laughs> again you see how identity thing (laughs) but i see that quite a lot because people who have accents you have people who are not patient at all with you they're just they're thinking huh could you say that again and to the point they say like oh Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i can i I really can't understand what you're saying but no take the time to understand the other person it's not really that hard just because you're so used to just knowing english understand that not everyone will have english as a fast language it, it's it's exactly. it's it's just sometimes exactly. it, it baffles me how sometimes people just want to just be in that bubble of just not acknowledging that people are different it's okay if you have accents and it's really sad that in a workplace that if you have let's say an accent or people may perceive that english is not your fast la- language of you or you're not a native english speaker they would either rank you low or think oh maybe you're not competent enough for a specific job which i really dislike and i you hear of people experiencing that in like especially places even in like things like in the corporate world like it's it's really a shame and it's high time society changes so that people have equal opportunities not because of oh you have you know you're more privileged or you're more at an advantage because one you're a native english speaker two you're perceived to be a native of that country and three mm-hmm. again refer to all the above because it's jj <laughs> 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 yeah, these are the things that i really it's really it's really disappointing with like our society and just the standards and absolutely i could not agree with you more and you know i have a few things to say (laughs) regarding what you said um so firstly um you mentioned about taking the time to Mm -hmm. listen to somebody um who might have a more difficult accent to understand Mm -hmm. again absolutely fine whatever accent you have but there's a way you listen you know you you pick up certain words that you know that make sense that you can understand and then you just i don't know maybe say something back to them because this individual might understand more than than speaking mm-hmm. english for example i mean yeah and i think it's really really sad that people don't take the time to actually just listen and try to understand somebody because that person 
might be saying something to you that's really important mm-hmm. and that's really you know urgent for example yes another thing um i really this really 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 irritates me and i really really don't like when people do this is when people correct you <laughs> my goodness no 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 there's no need to correct you understood what i said or what the individual said why do you need to now correct <laughs> that person like it's it's not nice and it really it makes you feel like my goodness am i speaking alien language you know um that i'm somewhat understood but clearly i'm saying everything wrong mm-hmm. um and it's not right because it really really does affect somebody's self esteem you know there might be a reason why this individual is saying something in a different mm-hmm. way but at the end of the day you understood what they said it's exam- for example one person says tomato the other says tomato the same thing exactly. you're understanding Even- what i'm saying we're talking about the same thing here the red thing that's nice and solid for example <laughs> um yes yeah, so there's no need to correct and i i really i really really don't like it when people correct um others in a wrong way yeah. like of course if i don't know if somebody says yes the capital um of the uk is manchester mm-hmm. yes okay i might say you know what no sorry it's london yeah. um just because that's factually incorrect but for for example just if somebody says something in a different way it's okay we don't need to correct people exactly it really 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 messes with people's self-esteem it really does. because each time after that mm-hmm. they will think okay this word is coming again am i saying it correctly will people know what mm-hmm. i'm saying will i look stupid um yes i don't like that and another thing i don't like is when somebody with an accent they're now talking fine but then people just lose their patience and you can oh, you can see yes. people lose their patience because their accent it's, it's just you know yeah <sighs> and i just think well no be patient yeah. because if roles were reversed and you are finding it difficult to speak english but you're trying at least to speak mm-hmm. english and but an accent is coming out that's fine but then you would want people around you especially who you're talking mm-hmm. to to just listen and try to make sense of what you're saying and rolling your eyes and huffing and puffing and you know it's it's not right because mm-hmm. then that person who's you know trying to say something um then they pro- in the future they might not want to speak at all exactly. anymore and it again it really plays with um people's self esteem mm-hmm. um and confidence um yeah it's really really sad no i think i agree But, yeah. i really agree with that because who like <sighs> if it like just like you say if roles were reversed would you want someone not to show interest in what you're talking about just because exactly. really accents really have we got into that point as a society that we are actually placing importance on someone's accent like come on the, we it's ridiculous isn't yeah, it yeah it is absolutely It's... ridiculous why do we need to be why why are we like wanting to be similar with in terms of everything we are, we are a such such a diverse population and yeah in this world we can all be the same exactly but this and yeah, yeah. i was go- just going to add sorry mm-hmm. um an accent doesn't define somebody no. it's yes it's part of them but that's the accent doesn't define who that person it really, is it doesn't um And it's a shame that, you know, as soon as somebody speaks and they're like, "Oh, 
this person is from that country or this person is from this area mm-hmm. okay and so what and you go speak to them and ask them oh where are you from and they say a completely different country and then you're there like oh no but yeah. you must be from here like no don't do that just let it be you know it's it's so disappointing how people are and it's so disappointing how the society um is nowadays no i agree to be honest um sorry another thing i mm-hmm. wanted to add was regarding intelligence hmm. me having an accent of whatever does not say i am stupid no. <laughs> <laughs> or i am smart you know and also i feel like this whole thing about you know calling people stupid smart whatever yeah. don't, don't label, label people, people like that mm. it's not right at all why why should yeah it's it's not right um you know somebody from i don't know let me pick a random country brazil mm-hmm. for example coming to an english speaking country who and comes with an accent mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, this person must be, you know, not intelligent enough because they have a mm. accent. Little do they know, they might be some professor yeah. of neuroscience, mm-hmm. for example. Um, like, again, don't judge a book by its mm-hmm. cover. And an accent could be a, um, a form of a cover. And it's not, it's really not right. No, it's not. And also, another thing. I want to add is why is like you mentioned this before but I just want to (laughs) say it again or question it again um why is one accent superior to another exactly no that's just saying that um this area is superior to another area just because I don't know for example I come from the north of I don't know no Norway mm-hmm. for example and somebody from the south is apparently superior to me but why yeah why is like, that it, it's, <laughs> no I I really dislike that because there's no need for any superiority in any thing at exactly. all exactly you know um and especially especially with where people come Mm -hmm. from and it's you know it's interesting it's not even um it's not just within a country but it's also from what country you come from like for example um oh you don't come from the western world you must be so inferior well actually Uh, why why? yeah why it doesn't make any sense (laughs) We're all from planet yeah. Earth, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, no, I... I the, the whole... I'm so glad we touched on, like, identity in terms of, like, accents, in terms of, like, your nationality, where you're from. And I feel like, yeah, mm. I, f- <laughs> I don't know if we should make a part two and make this a series because I feel like identity is such a big topic. Yes, yeah. I think that would be a good idea because yeah. we could be talking for hours <laughs> and hours on end regarding this topic. Really, yeah. Uh, but I'm really glad like we've covered like uh, topics, like big, big topics that most people have. It crosses people's minds, you know, and sometimes people have the, yeah, the specific experiences we've talked about and examples that people Mm. have experienced in their lives and it's uh, i just i just wished we lived in a much fairer society where everyone had equal opportunities equal access equal Mm -hmm. everything Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah and that all like no matter where you come from no matter what Mm -hmm. you do no matter whatever your background is what you look like I just wish, wish that everybody's voices were heard. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of people are being um, almost like made to shut up in a 
the most polite mm. way possible yeah. saying it. Um, but that's not right. It's it's really not right because everybody on earth has the right to speak. Exactly. No. Regardless of what they've done, what they... You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody has the right to be heard yeah. and listened to. Um, and, you know, but that's that's not what I'm seeing, no. unfortunately. No, it's not. And sadly... And also for our younger listeners, if you're in, let's say, high school or if you're struggling with who you are, be be true to yourself. Just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Maybe people in your school may not accept who you are, but that that's okay. That totally is okay. Just as long as you be stick to who you are, the right people, the right friends, will you'll make friends with people who will appreciate who you really are no need to put this mm-hmm. facade and act like you're someone else just you know be yourself as difficult as it may be it, it, it gets a little easier as much as adults yeah it's it's not any different when it comes to identity and identity crisis as an adult but it sort of does get a bit easier and you in this life just make your own choices don't let society tell you who you need to be just be who you are Mm -hmm. and be true to who you are the right people will love you for who you are Mm -hmm. definitely and just to add um if any of our listeners have anything specific um Mm -hmm. that you would like us to discuss regarding um, identity please feel free to email yes. us and we can discuss it yes yeah we'll definitely what do you think JJ we should definitely make a series out of this it yeah yes I think yeah. so too yeah. yeah I think that's a good mm-hmm. idea I think it will allow us to explore more topics mm-hmm. that we haven't explored yeah. today and just have more of a you know guess encompass we'll be able to cover more exactly um, yeah because it is a broad topic because mm-hmm. it is and there's oh, it's just so many things <laughs> to talk about but yeah. yeah but yes um well thank you for everyone who tuned in to listen to us and we hope you enjoyed this um discussion today And just like JJ said, if you have anything really, any topics, any questions, or even if you wanted to tell us any experiences that you've had, be good or bad, send us an email. We'll be happy to um, hear some thoughts and yes, any comments really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. Well, until next time, bye. Yeah, bye.